Good morning, and we welcome back to the program the superintendent of the South Ripley School Corporation, Rob Moorhead. Good morning to you, Rob, and how are you doing on this glorious day? Fantastic, Tom. Good morning to you. Thank you again for the opportunity to be on the Daily Pod. Always a pleasure. Well, thank you, Rob. We always love having you, and you always uh, bring some uh, ex- excellent information. And uh, we're seeing a school board uh, meeting earlier this week, and uh, this time at the uh, South Ripley Elementary uh, Sandbox SR. If uh, you can explain that a little bit, I know you've had your uh, uh, meetings at the high school uh, auditoria recently, but uh, can you explain a little bit about the uh, the sandbox. Sure. We uh, ever since the pandemic, Tom, we we used to have our meetings up in our school board uh, central office which is a very small room. So since the pandemic, to provide a little more space, we've been having it down at the school campus, mostly at the high school junior high auditoria, uh, the cafeteria area that also serves as an auditorium, which is a large room. But we are getting ready for a musical production this weekend, Tom. So I want to give a shout-out to our drama club uh, under the direction of Heather Reichert and Abigail Bradley, and they're getting ready to perform Mamma Mia. And uh, so they needed the space, and we wanted to stay out of their way. And they're their final... uh, few rehearsals here before the uh, production that will take place this coming weekend on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we really want to invite the public uh, to come out and check out Mamma Mia. The kids have been working extremely hard, and we know they're going to have a top-quality production. So we hope uh, our community will come out and support them. So it actually worked out well also, Tom, that to move the meeting over to Sandbox SR. Now, for those who don't know, that's a technology room that we have. Um, in the elementary school, it's got flexible seating, various kinds of flexible seating, multiple monitors, uh, the ability for us to do presentations and so forth in this room. And our school board meeting started out uh, with a presentation from our elementary administration. And we've been doing that each of the last three months. We had Joe Ralston and the high school present in February. Uh, Derek Hutton, the junior high presentation happened in March. So this month was the elementary presentation. And, uh, Elementary principal Ryan Lobber, uh, along with his assistant principal Chris Wood, had a fantastic uh, interactive presentation designed for the school board. They used a touch screen. Uh, they had seven different categories. They allowed the board members to pick which category they wanted to go to next. And uh, then they had various information uh, to share in those different categories from technology to staff relations to PLC work. Uh, to iLearn, to iRead, various uh, various information like that. And they even brought their STEM team as we were working on getting our school STEM certified. They brought the STEM team in through a Google Meet. So even though our STEM team, some of the members were at home, uh, one of them was at a track meet, they were at various places, they joined the meeting uh, via technology as well. Uh, really gave our school board a chance to see how we're using technology and doing it so well at the elementary school. And, Tom, I mentioned iRead, we were really pleased uh, with the iRead 3 results. As as folks probably know, that is a test that all third graders have to take and pass um, in order to move up to fourth grade. I have to be able to show that they possess the necessary skills in reading to move on to the fourth grade. Tom, over 95% of our general education students in third grade pass the test, which is fantastic. And a large number of our special education students passed it as well. Uh, now, those special education students who didn't pass it are typically eligible for a good cause exemption, and we'll get to move on, so we feel really good about that. But, Tom, one other thing's kind of new this year. Uh, they actually gave us the option of testing second graders on the iRead 3 this year. And after doing a little research on that, we decided to jump into that option, and, boy, are we glad we did. 
Tom, 52% of our second graders pass the iRead 3, which means they do not have to take it next year. They have checked that box. They are done with iRead 3, and it really allows our teachers uh, not only the rest of this year but all throughout next year to help prepare the other 48% of our second graders uh, as they get ready to pass that iRead 3 next year. We really think it's going to allow us to improve their skills that much more, and, and so we're really excited that we had that opportunity to opt in. Well, congratulations, everybody. You uh, made it in the uh, the third grade uh, I read, and then also the second graders who uh, don't have to uh, deal with that again. Uh, you know, have to deal with it next year. So they got that out of the way. That's 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 excellent. It's a tribute to the work our elementary teachers do, Tom, and and how uh, great they do in, in grades PK through two are really working on those fundamentals of reading, and then getting into third grade. Our third grade teachers take them the rest of the way and get them over that uh, get them over that hurdle and. Uh, it's definitely a team effort. And, of course, as always, uh, personnel, a, a big item at uh, school board meetings, and I understand uh, this month, no exception, Rob. And really, Tom, focused on summer school this month. Uh, we uh, approved the hire of Marlon Colmeyer and Jason Hughes to teach our summer driver education program this summer. Those two gentlemen have been doing this for a number of years. Uh, we have just the right number of students so we can handle it with two instructors, and Marlon and Jason uh, have been troopers uh, on, on our driver education program. So we're pleased that they'll be able to uh, do that again this year. And then at the high school, we also offer a summer online program. But to augment that, Tom, we, we give the kids the availability to come into school one day a week on Wednesdays in the morning uh, to get any help they may need keeping up with their online courses. Lynn Cumberworth was approved uh, to be the instructor for that online uh, help session once again. So she'll be doing that. Uh, I think it's uh, eight sessions over the course of the summer uh, that Lynn will be involved with that, and that's always a very successful program for us to help some kids uh, who may be behind in credits or some kids who are trying to get ahead by picking up some additional credits in the summer. And then, Tom, one of the things at South Ripley that's kind of a tradition is hiring uh, some summer custodial help. We call them our summer work crew, and they do a tremendous job really deep cleaning our buildings over the summer and having them in tip-top condition by the time the students come back in August. And approved on this year's summer crew were Jane Robb, Brady Johnson, Tina Cliff, Jeff Huss, Andrew Bain, and Nathan Hensley. And those folks will work in, in both buildings, the high school and the, and the elementary school, uh, to make sure we have our buildings ready to go for the start of the school year. They'll work right alongside uh, our daily custodians and uh, Tom, they get a great deal of work done throughout the course of the summer. Yeah, that's uh, the key to get that uh, get the building in, uh, as you said, in uh, tip-top condition as uh, when school opens in August. And uh, speaking of uh, next August, uh, next year a new high school credit course offering for the junior high. We're excited about this, Tom, and, and you know so many things you look at in high school these days. We're talking about college credits for high school kids. Uh, another step in that process, and it's not new, but something that uh, that we are doing as well is looking at our eighth grade students and giving them the opportunity for some high school credits. And a new opportunity for next year, we're going to add grammar. So that'll be an English course. It's 1062 on the state course list. And we're going to add that to our eighth grade course offering. This will be an elective uh, offered in the afternoon and will count as one elective high school credit for the semester. Uh, Mrs. Holly Sweeney will be the teacher for that course, and it's going to help our advanced academic students get a jump start on their high school English credits, Tom, and, and by doing so, uh, it may be open up some opportunities for them 
uh, for some dual credit opportunities earlier on in their career as well. So uh, we're excited about that. Principal Derek Hutton uh, and Counselor Ashley Miller uh, worked with Holly Sweeney to be able to put that together, and then they worked with the high school English department as well. So we're pleased to offer that to our junior high students. All right. And then uh, moving on, uh, some uh, field trips were uh, acted on on Monday night. A couple of field trips this time of year. Anytime it's an out-of-state or an overnight field trip, Tom, it needs school board approval. So our fifth grade is planning to go to the Cincinnati Museum Center and Omnimax Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's a great trip for them. Now, there has been a data breach at the Museum Center, and they're a little delayed on making their reservation. So if something happens and they can't go there, Plan B on that is for the fifth graders to attend the Newport Aquarium in Newport, Kentucky. So either way, our fifth graders are going to have a great experience and appreciate the work the teachers do in getting those trips ready for them. Then secondly, Tom, we do have some FFA trips that will be going on. They'll be heading to the Southern Region Camp on May 13th and 14th. It's called the Southern Region Bash, and that's an overnight trip, May 13th and 14th. And then, as always, they will head to Indy for the state FFA convention. Actually, I say that. I think it's typically in West Lafayette uh, at Purdue's campus, the FFA State Convention, June 13th through 16th in 2022. So we're looking forward to that trip for those students as well. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout. We'll continue our conversation with South Ripley School Superintendent Rob Moorhead right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with Rob Moorhead. He, of course, is the superintendent of the South Ripley Community School Corporation. And, uh, Rob, something uh, interesting that I'm sure you're really uh, thrilled about, the IPLIA uh, participation. Yeah, Tom, IPLI stands for Indiana Principal Leadership Institute. And South Ripley has been deeply involved in this over the years. We've had, uh, really, since I've been at South Ripley, every principal that we have hired has gone through IPLI. Uh, A couple of our principals went on to become mentors in IPLI. I have been a longtime mentor in that program as well. And now... Our two newest principals, Ryan Lobber and Derek Hutton, have both been accepted into the IPLI Cohort 10, which will get underway next school year. And, Tom, this is a two-year professional development experience where principals are really immersed uh, in some great professional development activities. They will hear from top speakers across the country. This program is is built around the high-reliability schools model uh, made famous by Marzano's team, Robert Marzano. Uh, and and the work he has done. And then, Tom, it's also uh, anchored in action research. Uh, Nancy Dana, who is a professor from the University of Florida, uh, has done a great job building an action research component into IPLI. And the networking that is available to principals uh, through IPLI is unmatched. Uh, Through my participation in IPLI, I have contacts all across the state of Indiana that I can reach out to, that I can call, uh, that I can ask questions of and try to get help from, and, and that's what these principals uh, are going to see as a part of this. So Ryan and Derek uh, will start that program next year. In the second year of the program, Tom, each of them will take two teacher leaders from their school as well, 
as they work on uh, as they work on building the capacity of their school and continuous improvement in their school. So IPLI is a fantastic program. I am proud of the South Ripley's participation, and I'm really happy that Derek and Ryan are going to get a chance to participate in this over the next two school years. Now, when they go through this program, how do they uh, go about it? Is it, uh, is it uh, something that is uh, done throughout the year? Is it online, or exactly how is that handled, Rob? That's a fantastic question, Tom, and I tell you how it's set up. It starts with a summer seminar on the campus of Indiana State University. It's a two-day seminar where they'll be on site, spend the night in Terre Haute, and then uh, what happens is you're broken down. There will be about 50 principals in the cohort, and they're broken down into teams, usually not bigger than five, and they call these regional cohorts. And each of those regional cohorts will have a mentor assigned to them. So one mentor working with four or five principals. And what will happen then is they will have monthly meetings either with their regional cohort or with the overall group. So August is a regional cohort meeting. September is typically a big uh, full statewide uh, conference. October and November are regional cohorts, as is December. Then there is a January full seminar, uh, regional meetings in February and March, and then a full seminar in April. And then that leads back into the second summer seminar, uh, the second year of the program. Then you just repeat that cycle, adding your teacher leaders in year two. All right. And then um, uh, moving on, uh, the uh, DOE performance qualified district status. Tom, we were notified in an email recently that South Ripley has maintained its identification as a performance qualified school district through the 2022-23 school year. And uh, this gives you some flexibility in your scheduling. It allows us to do things like our late arrival PD days. And we're just pleased that we continue to maintain that status. And that status is based on how your students perform on standardized tests given throughout the state, how you do on your accountability metrics. And South Ripley continues to perform ex- extremely well uh, to allow us to be a performance-qualified school district in the state of Indiana. And another thing I know that you're uh, thrilled about, Rob, uh, the uh, there was uh, three grants that the uh, school corporation recently received. Indeed, Tom. We'll start with the McKinney-Vento grant from the Indiana Department of Education. And this actually, the funds came through the United States Department of Education under the American Rescue Plan and Secondary School Emergency Relief Fund. And this is for homeless children and youth. It was the ARP-HCY2 grant, also known as the McKinney-Vento. This was a competitive grant. Uh, Elementary principal Ryan Lobber is also our McKinney-Vento liaison. And he worked on this grant application. And, Tom, we were able to secure $16,824.10 in this McKinney-Vento grant. And we're very appreciative uh, of that uh, to allow us to provide the services needed for our homeless youth and those that are or maybe uh, misplaced from their regular home setting for a period of time. And then two more grants, Tom, the Ripley County Community Foundation, always generous and supportive of our schools, and they awarded us a $1,000 proactive grant for our Raider Food Pantry, and we're appreciative of the Community Foundation for their continued support. And that $1,000 will go to support the operating expenses associated with our food pantry, we thank our high school English teacher, Autumn Kimla, for all the work she does with that program. And then finally, Tom, we received a $5,000 grant from the Rising Sun Regional Foundation for the purchase of four vape detectors. Uh, Officer Rodriguez, our SRO, uh, did the written work on the application, and he and junior high principal Derek Hutton met with the foundation board members 
uh, in order to, uh, to secure that grant. And we're very appreciative to Rising Sun Regional Foundation for awarding us that $5,000 grant. And uh, unfortunately, Tom, it, it's something we wish we didn't need was bait detectors, but we do need those. And uh, they are really allowing us to curtail the number of aping incidents that happen around the school. Yeah, indeed. And uh, finally, uh, Rob, uh, one more chance to uh, hype up the uh, South Ripley High School Drama Club presentation this weekend. Come out this weekend, Tom. Friday and Saturday and Sunday, Mamma Mia will be performed. That's a fantastic musical. It's really entertaining, and I know the high school students are going to do a great job with it. So, again, our drama club under the direction of Heather Reichert and Abigail Bradley, uh, they're working very hard on this. It'll be in the South Ripley High School Auditoria. And uh, we hope to have a great turnout to to uh, recognize those students for their hard work and also to just enjoy the production. I know a couple weeks ago, Tom, they had the Raider Follies, which is the annual talent show uh, that happens each year. And uh, there was a big crowd there, a lot of fun and entertaining acts. Uh, so we had one opportunity to see some of our students' talents there and then another opportunity this weekend with Mamma Mia. So come on out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Sunday for these uh, performances. Now, would I be amiss if I say, run, don't walk to the box office? You got it, brother. Run, <laughs> don't walk. Get your tickets. They're, they're going like hotcakes, so get them quick, Tom. All right, sounds good. Anything else before we adjourn this morning, Rob? I don't think so, Tom. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate the opportunity, and thank you for uh, having me as a guest uh, on the Daily Pod. And it gives Bryce a little fodder for his uh, afternoon <laughs> dribble uh, that, that he uh, that he puts people through here on uh, on the uh, airwaves of WRBI as well. <laughs> Rob Moorhead, uh, Superintendent of South Ripley Schools. Once again, we appreciate your time this morning and uh, continued success. Thank you very much, Tom. Take care.